It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Welcome, folks, guys and gals, ladies and gents, boys and girls, girls who are boys, boys who aren't girls. As long as you like America, you're on Team Hogo. Um, and it doesn't mean you have to dislike other countries, just, you know, we're the best. You gotta be number one, though. We're, we're the fucking best. Um, so, I, I, I don't know when this episode's coming out, but you guys, Storm of the Century, I got Dennis Quaid on the phone. Could be the last, could be the last pod. I talked to Qu- Dennis Quaid and Jake Gyllenhaal, they were both in the movie The Day After Tomorrow. I got some sound advice, we are no longer recording atop the roof of the Capitol Records building. We took a, we chartered a helicopter this morning. We are now at Fort Knox. We are the safest people on the planet. So rest assured, if you're worried about your favorite podcasters, we're all right. We're safe, but I'm flying back to the Capitol Records building tomorrow because I'm going to stand on the roof and or sit on the roof and ride it like Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump, just waving a flag and just scream at the city. Is this all you got, Hollywood? Is this all you got? <laughs> going to make peace with god you're sitting in a wheelchair but your legs are fine <laughs> just doing wheelies and spin yeah, you just look like fucking lieutenant dan but then you look more like tom cruise on born on the fourth of july you're just nice. fucking shit in your pants and <laughs> got a dirty bandana around your head with long stupid hippie hair that's a good look oh it's a great look the giving up uh vietnam vet look is pretty cool yeah and, and since the storm hasn't happened yet but it'll happen by the time you guys hear this i just want to say told you so no matter what happens, because <laughs> I make a lot of speculations, so chances are I told you so. Yeah, I mean, at some point. Yeah. You know what was good news is my lady went to the grocery store this morning. She said there wasn't, like, a panic. She's like, yeah, she was like, oh, we were expecting things to be out and stuff, but people just aren't freaking out, which sounds like a good thing, but then I'm like, wait till the storm actually happens, and people realize, like, even today, the day prior to the storm touching down, and they're still not getting prepared, it's well, just going to be crazier tomorrow. Yeah, there's going to be structural damage and all that, but what I wonder about is the societal impact, because, I mean, the people on street level are the homeless, and once you lose everything, everyone, you know, Lord of the Fly style might turn on each other, so there sure. might be a... There might be some street justice being dished out and survival of the fittest. But doesn't God work in wonderful ways? And Cause, mysterious. Because nature is going to come through. His his favorite daughter, Mother Nature, God's favorite daughter, is going to come through, fuck us all up, and create potentially a bunch of new homeless. So the first thing he has to do is wash away all the old homeless to make room for the new homeless. Exactly. Also, uh, speaking of God, uh, how about, I heard this is just one or two days. Let's go speaking 40 God, days. <laughs> let's go 40 days, 40 nights, Mother Nature. Let's do it. <laughs> speaking of God, we just go on a tangent for like... Like four hours. Just we've all got boats now. We could do forty days, forty nights, pretty easily. Yeah, that's. I mean, I've set myself up in life up to this point. I just got to look after one lady. That's not bad. I'm not fucking Walking Dead, like in charge of a whole group. It's just like, no, I got beans. <laughs> I got canned food. I always have canned food because you should, because yeah. you're a goddamn American. Always have backup beans. Always have backup. Rule beans. number one. And I got. Rule B. Where I'm sitting, and I can say, because you guys don't know where I live, you're not going to come steal my, my goods, my wares. But um, I got I got maybe two weeks of food before I even get to that emergency bucket thing I bought from AmericanPatriots.com. Ooh, nice. The- I got cream corn. <laughs> I got mashed potatoes. I got mac and cheese. You got the year 2000 Y2K bucket. 
Oh, and I went to go to, I got like a storage locker above my parking space. I was oh. like, I forgot I had them all camping in here. I got like fucking like 40 bags of Mountain House meals. Got some freeze drying. You got some astronaut food. I got propane tanks. I got a fucking, a little like backpacker stove. I'm good. I'm boiling water for weeks, dude. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just start a fire in my backyard and just start cooking everything out there. <laughs> just go primal right away. <laughs> it's just the storm never touches down where you're in a loincloth just fucking hanging out by the dumpsters. It's been like four hours. Like we have so much food in the fridge. <laughs> I'm prepping the ice chest. Yeah, I'm going all outdoors. I do really actually want to. If the, light, I, the lightning's going to be bad, I think, but I want to scream it. At Hollywood from a high vantage point, really badly. <laughs> I did also break out my gear so I could just walk around in the flood. Just some waterproof boots. I got some some nice Columbia pants. Oh, I'm for sure walking around. But when lightning happens, I don't want to be standing in water when lightning happens. But I, I am going to do a little bit of exploring. Well, yeah, I'm going closer to the beach. I'm going down to Long Beach uh, after this. So I want yeah, be close to the be close to the ocean. Really smell it. Really? No, I'm not going to Skid Row. <laughs> I also just want to today just stand in like public places, just looking ominous. And if anybody hits me up, I just go, storms are coming. Storms are coming. <laughs> Get an old pipe and a sailor hat. Well, I want to smoke. Go to like every bar and just turn around. Storms are coming. Just lurched over the bar with like a beer. Like I'm like almost cross-armed doing that thing with the beers inside my arms. I go, you guys don't know what's coming. I've seen it. And I'll be hidden behind you making thunder sound effects right when you start talking. <laughs> Where I was at is I, this morning I was doing the dishes and I was just watching all the Hawaii fire stuff because I'm like, okay, no matter what happens, it's not this bad. I'm not living on an island where the entire island catches fire. So that's good. So glass half full on that front. What is so cool, though, about the Maui fire is that they're also close to the beach where they're like, fire, oh, I guess we got to swim in the ocean. Like that was I, Everyone was talking about how harrowing that was. Everything else seemed harrowing until you just get to the chill, nice temperature ocean. I mean, it's a total bummer. You're tra- you're standing in the ocean just... Uh, so people slept in the ocean. Being sad. Oh, that's intense. Yeah. Like taking turns on buoys and shit. Like boats were catching fire. Right, but that, That's more harrowing. But that's just going to happen with any direct energy weapon. Oh, we're cutting up again. Woo-hoo! Headphones? It's the storm. Oh, Pre-storm warning. You guys hear the sirens? That is... This is ominous. We're talking about this... Uh, this, you know, our first tropical storm we've ever had, pretty much. Uh, and now we have sirens fuzzing out. What's happening? Is it the, the midpoint connection? Oh, my phone just lost service completely. It's headphones only. Yeah, it's headphones only. Is it this one? Is that now coming through on the board? Oh, then we should stop talking about it. Here, twist that connection again. Check. Back in business, baby. Technical difficulties. We're not going to let Mother Nature keep us down. We got Chinese people flying in helicopters, sending out fucking, what are they, uh, fucking electromagnetic pulses, trying to shut down the cell phones, trying to take down our infrastructure. Not today, China. Trying to, trying to fuck up. Chinese guys snuck in here last night, broke in through the window and tried to fuck with all of our connections. How dare you? Try next week. Try next week, you fucking cowards. I think we're ready to get started. You guys know the deal. Pats on the back, pats on the fanny, finger pointing, finger blasting. The yin and yang of podcasts is here to dish out justice. First one on the ticker. It's going to be my favorite. Hats off to you, sir. Hats off to Ted Cruz. Don't say that often. Not a fan of the guy. But he is dying on a hill that I am very appreciative of. So he spoke uh, in front of the uh, whatever, how you, however you propose a law. 
And, um, you know, I, I miss that schoolhouse rock. But he uh, he's telling people, like, he's trying to pass a bill so that you know they have to dis- declare, declare, declaim, disclaim, disclaim. Um, whether your electronics, your personal, like, consumer electronics are spying on you. Which is, like, it has been happening for a decade at They'd least. They'd be like, spying. New smart TVs, Xbox Connect. I remember freaking out when that happened. Like, all these, like, the video game systems that, like, watch your house 24-7. And, like, your Google Home has been used to, like, solve crimes. Like, they didn't have to subpoena the information. Like, these things are spying on you. Ted Cruz goes in front of the Senate or whatever. And, uh... And he's like, I just want, like, a disclaimer, like anything. Like, Prop 65 in California. This, you know, things in this area are known yeah. to cause cancer, whatever. Just a disclaimer. Like, if you choose to buy it still, that's on you. It's fine. I just need to know if this thing has a camera and a microphone that are working, even when it's off, just stealing my data so they can sell me more bullshit, which is fair. So, but what he's being <laughs> what he's being painted as is... A guy who wants to make sure there's no microphones and air fryers. <laughs> All right. So he never says air fryers. He never, like, they're just like. They just th- hate him so much. They just already. picked air fryers. Like, Ted Cruz there thinks the Chinese are putting microphones in the air fryers. Well, yeah, what's well, the. My, uh, my friend's girlfriend bought a cat toy from China. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's a ball that moves around by itself and lights up. And he said that when he got it and turned around, it rolled right to the base of the Wi-Fi and just shut down. <laughs> and it just hasn't worked since? It just stole all his No, and then it the works, server. but it just, like, f- stayed there for a while, gathering, I don't know what the hell. Just and, taking whatever, yeah. And then now it's cap. I mean, the toy works. Great toy. Like, cause I, it was well, it's so- transmitted all its data back to Xi Jinping, yeah, and now it's just back to being now. a toy. Yeah, no, but so in in his video, this is how they paint shit. He he says, you know, I, and I think people have a right to know if they're watching TV or they have a Google Home or if they have a microwave or this and that. Like, they have a right to know, is this thing spying on me without my permission? But well, the way the article put it, it was like, this is the author writing. Have you ever just been making air fryer fries at 3 a.m. and ask yourself? And then they quote him, is this thing spying on me? So they keep trying to paint him as like this crazy guy who thinks they're putting cameras and microphones in specifically air fryers. Yeah, this yeah. entire article it's just about is like, like Ted Cruz is scared of air fryers when he's like, he, his, and you then you listen to the speech that they attach to the article and he's just talking about just all base level consumer electronics. So, <laughs> so yes, thank you, Ted Cruz, for just putting a label on stuff so I can know when I buy things if it's fucking spying on me and fucking gloves off to Mediaite and Candace Ortiz, you fucking cunt. For trying to make it like Ted Cruz is just his biggest phobia is just air fryers in general. When there's enough, there are enough examples of him doing a stupid assholey thing. So just uh, go look for the real stuff. Yeah, I mean, just show some pictures of him wearing jeans. He always looks <laughs> so ridiculous. Well, you jeans. know, he was the kid who had a rolly backpack, and then by the time he got to high school, it developed into like one of those metal briefcases. One of those, he's like, I'm gonna be a Republican politician when I'm when he was like 13. Yeah, and I I knew a couple of those kids. They're fine, but <clears throat> but here's his words from a separate article. In other words, when you're buying a new refrigerator, you don't expect your fridge to record you, listen to you, spy on you and your family without your knowledge. And while some manufacturers have responsibly taken steps to more clearly label their products to let consumers know they contain listening devices or cameras, others have not. I'd like to make this policy. I don't think the American people want their air fryer spying on them. And at a minimum, they should have a right to know if 
uh, their microwave, coffee maker, or television is spying on them as well. Very reasonable. Oh, yeah, I'm down with Prop 66. <laughs> Cancer in the paint, cameras in my TV. <laughs> Prop 666. And my, and my, uh, and my Instapot. <laughs> and my Instapot. But it, it is funny, I get at face value, to, if you're talking to somebody from like 2004... Like, you don't get it, man. Big brother, he's in the fridge. <laughs> he's in the microwave, man. But yeah, I think it's very reasonable. If I buy a lamp from Amazon and it doesn't have any like Chinese tracking in it, for God forbid, I'm not in the market for any cat toys, but the yeah, things I do know, buy. He should have said he should have said Roomba. He screwed up. If he would have said a big one. If he would have said Roomba instead of air fryer, we probably wouldn't be. Which talking is a story about this I, I think we've shared, which it's not the Roomba sending data to like any clandestine operation or foreign government or whatever. But this lady, when she bought a Roomba and she like signed up for the warranty, she checked the box that said it would automatically upload like updates to Facebook, like the Roomba Facebook. And it just drove into the bathroom while she was taking a dump and just started uploading photos of her taking a shit. Brutal. Yeah, we talked about that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why you got to go back and listen, folks. There's gold in the archives. Uh, but that's about it. Hats off to... Ted Cruz, gloves off to Candace Ortiz. What, what good are you doing? Who do you work for? China? Do you, are, you, are you big government? Is this the side you're on? Is this, is, is this the side you're on? Is the person who's going, I think cameras should spy on people? I, th- I don't. That's the, that's, the, that's the position you're taking. Understand that, Candace Ortiz, from Mediaite. You and your fucking editor. You are taking the position of people don't have the right to know if cameras and microphones are in the things that they purchase. She probably has about 12 Alexas. Yeah, they, Google she don't give speakers. a fuck. Damn. Jesus Christ. So, hats off. What do you got, Spence? Uh, I got a hats off. Ooh. Keep hats the off positivity you, train rolling. Let me say first, this isn't really, uh, you know, this is old news. This is a new article that I found that was written, but this all all happened in 2013 for some reason. It's just popping up. But on December 21st, 2013, Marine Corps veteran Brad Lee Davis. Okay. So he's in the Corps. The Corps. The Corps. The Corps. Learned this. He uh, learned that... uh, Wedgies can be deadly. <laughs> of course. Now, do you know the difference between a, a wedgie and an atomic wedgie? The atomic, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but from my studies, I, I've, it's been a long time since I was in a college classroom, but an atomic wedgie is the one that's stretched up over your head. Yes. Okay. Although, I have seen um, particular wedgies um, referred to atomic when they go into, like, a, it doesn't necessarily go over your head like stuck over your head but if you like fall out of a tree or off of a fence and your underwear stuck yeah okay if the underwear surpasses i think like your neckline i think counts as an atomic yeah like you're hopping a fence and the back gets cut exactly davis told police he never intended to kill his stepfather (laughs) the oklahoma man was just trying to embarrass him no that's him oh my god dude all right, so the two... The two I, love, I love... What do you know about atomic wedgies? Okay. Never intended to kill his stepfather. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So this is... They were spending the night... This is like a, 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 
a tale you hear, a yarn somebody spins. You're like, I heard a guy died from an atomic wedgie. I know. I didn't believe it. It's I like was a reading the article. Story. I'm like, it's a reputable source. I mean, <laughs> yahoos.com has been around for a long time. That's where Yahoo. I got the article. So uh, they were spending the night in his trailer. While, while his mother was recovering from su- hip surgery in the hospital, and they were going to go visit her. Early I'm sure no one's going to abuse that prescription. <laughs> yeah. Atomic wedgies in a trailer. Everybody. The two men intended to go visit her in the morning, but they stayed up late talking. Of course. I think they were doing more than talking. Eventually, the stepdad began, began uh, insulting the Marine's mother. So the, veter- the Marine veteran told his stepfather that he was a bully, then things got physical. His stepfather got up, tried to punch him, but the trained Marine easily overcame the stepfather's attack, leaving the older man on the floor. That's when Davis decided to add insult to injury. (laughs) While he was on the floor, he pulled up the man's underwear, a traditional wedgie. Then he went the extra mile, pulling the elastic band underwear (laughs) up over the man's head. Then he took a photo of the incident, and somehow... The band made its way around St. Clair's neck, cutting off his air supply and effectively strangling him. Okay, well, where's this guy buying fucking underwear, first of all? Well, he lives in a trailer in Oklahoma. I'm guessing Walmart is the underwear spot. But something that has that much elasticity to get up and over a grown man's head, the man on the right, enough to go fully over his head to cut off his arteries around his neck yet still maintain enough elasticity to constrict the blood flow? Well, here's the deal. Prosecutors are saying that this guy just doctored the scene, killed him in another way, and just did the old wedgie thing as a cover-up. Potentially the best cover-up of all time. (laughs) Who's going to make that up? Besides, except for a genius. Because also, step one, just to backtrack a little bit, you don't want to fuck with a Marine that lives in a trailer with his mom. That means that guy was a real fucking Marine, and he's got fucking problems. He was a grunt. He's seen some shit. (laughs) It's not like, oh, I was in the Marine Corps. Now I'm I'm a construction coordinator for blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, I I did logistics, or I I actually, I was in Germany most of the time. This guy, if if you're an ex-Marine and you now live in a trailer with your mom... You're capable of some terrible things. No doubt about it. You've done terrible things. <laughs> I mean, think how many atomic wedgies you've given to terrorists. How many noogies you're just dishing out in Fallujah? <laughs> you're just you're in the fucking Korangal Valley giving people swirlies. They never even seen a toilet. <laughs> you show them a toilet, just he stick their dumb head own. in it. He just sticks their heads in holes. Oh, and that's is, this the... where, is this where you shit? I can't flush, but I'm sticking your head in it. And swirlies are so much more disrespectful because it's like you get, you're removing a turban. <laughs> exposing the hair <laughs> I've never known a single person to actually get a swirly no not one no but we can all dream I know I'd love to hear of a case someday I did hear my mom would always tell us about the kid that got thrown in a dumpster and it broke his neck oh but that's less of like that's not a noogie that's like just throwing somebody in a trash can you know <laughs> yeah but they wish that it wasn't trash day the day before you know cause it, probably because it was empty yeah, you got to throw someone in a full trailer or a but, full, full, full dumpster. But trash canning was legit. Like, it was a thing that happened. I've seen maybe six of them. And it was always just like the, the varsity football players, like, picks up a shrimp. Picking up, yeah, like the freshman football players or whatever. You know what I mean? Just like, we put you in a trash can, like, just a bit of a hazing thing. It was never like, oh, we're actual bullies. We're going to put this guy in a trash can. Or, God forbid, 
the uh, the trash canning's dirty, ugly cousin putting somebody in a porta potty and knocking it over. Ooh, that's brutal. Oh, oh, brother! I just saw. I mean, if the video was uh, correct, there was a guy going around the neighborhood stealing packages, and then someone spotted him in a porta potty and just flipped. Yeah, it I saw that. Side. The neighbors all got together to trap this guy in a porta potty. <laughs> that's pretty great. That's amazing. So, so bullying can be good, is what I'm saying. The guy's pleading not guilty because he said it was self-defense. But uh, in the end, he pled to a lesser charge, first-degree manslaughter, which carried a four-year prison sentence. Oh, no. So the atomic wedgie gets you four years. But the judge presiding over his sentence believed he'd acted with much more malice than four years would warrant. Threw the book at him. Then the judge gave him 30 years. I'm sure that'll make him much less violent. Now, you just... He's a Marine who lives in a trailer park with his fucking mom and his shitty stepdad who he fist fights. And then uh, I think, yeah, maximum sentence is probably just going to make him a, a well-rounded member of society. Well, he'll probably die before he gets out. He looks like, uh, maybe not. He looks like he's like, what, 30 early, years. early 30s? He'll get out in 18, 20. Oh, but the bragging rights in prison? They're even doing a study. The National Institutes of Health is doing the first ever study on wedgies to figure out how it's even possible <laughs> to possibly die from that. So th- this could be like the, they need to get that, what is it, like the Innocence Project? They need to get him involved and prove that you could actually murder someone with a wedgie. But apparently he had, uh, he had a lot of other wounds that the, that the coroner, I think, said could have killed him. Like, but there was enough gonna, other stuff. Like, I don't know if he was... They but didn't if there say was a tussle, there's going to be defensive wounds or... Pretty intense ones. Well, they do that all the time when people, like... It's usually crimes of passion when, like, someone kills their, like, girlfriend for cheating or whatever. And they're like, no, I just, uh... I just... She just started having a seizure. And she started seizing out all over the place. And I tried to help her, but she hit her head on a rock. And they're like, she has uh, cuts on her wrists. Her neck is slit. Like, <laughs> like, no, I just hit her. I saw one interview with a guy who was saying that he just hit her in the shovel trying to knock her out yeah. because she was having a seizure, so he thought that would help. But he, At least he's being proactive. And then he hit her harder than he intended to. Well, of course. A shovel's hard to control. Adrenaline. We've all been your, there. Your true love is seizing out on a rock. Well, yeah, in reality, you're just supposed to leave him alone and let him go through it, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why people are so fucking stupid. I just saw uh, someone just had a seizure uh, right in the beginning of a mic, and everyone was like, it was only, it was quick, it was like 10 seconds, a guy like seized up and then kind of like ran out, was like, this has happened before, and like ran away. (laughs) But uh, That's embarrassing. But people were like, yeah, you weren't even helping them, you guys, you weren't even doing anything. It's like, you're supposed to give them space. You're supposed to do nothing. Like maybe, like put, give them like something for their head, so they don't hit their head on the hard floor, but other than that... Don't do anything. Yeah. Because they're convulsing. They're going to fucking just snap their neck if you tried to hold them. When I was a kid, I got free tickets to a Galaxy game, and this this old Mexican dude sitting next to me fully had a stroke, and everyone, I was like eight years old, and all these adults <laughs> are yelling at me, telling me what to do. It's like, this isn't my guy. Yeah. I didn't come to the game with this guy. You guys are grown-ups. You do it. You make sure he doesn't swallow his tongue. I don't know what to do. I just had to redo all my first aid certifications. Yeah. For work, <laughs> it's so funny because you're just not allowed to do anything. It's like, well, that, if somebody's still conscious, like if they cut themselves, you're allowed to assist them in like cleaning up the wound or as whatever. As long as you get consent, 
Yeah, so consent is the huge one, but you're also like the main thing is like don't help them make things available to them type of thing. It's like nobody's ever been persecuted under um, like Good Samaritan laws if like they get consent, but most people don't. It's like he was he yeah, was I choking. I, I had to give him in. the Heimlich, and then that guy gets sued for like a hundred thousand dollars for like his medical bills or whatever. It's like oh, I, I should. We live in a world where it's like oh, I should have let him die. I would have been better off if I just let that guy die. Because that happens all the time, is suing people that save your life. Yeah, that not even a doctor. So people are like, no, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not helping. No way. <laughs> but yeah, for seizures, they're like, just watch him, I guess. And my friend pulled someone out of a, a flaming car on the side of the freeway. You know, burning car, bad to the bone. Shout out, Corey, what up? Super bad to the bone. And he said that, because he had nothing to do with it, he just, uh, as far as like, you know, he didn't know the person. He just came upon them, pulled them out of the car, and he said all these people like pulled over, but were just watching. And then there were people just watching from their cars, critiquing what he was doing. Like you need to make sure you keep his head stationary. And it's like it was like a three hundred pound unconscious man. And yeah, he, and it's like Sh- shut the fuck up. I, I do that. Get out of your car and do something. That's even with the most simple stuff. Is people? Will, I'll be in the middle of something, and people will give advice. I'm like, oh, are you going to do it? Okay, then I'm just going to keep doing it the way I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to take over? Or just people... I ran over a raccoon one time. Not even... Right right on Sunset Boulevard. Snailed a raccoon. And I get up, like, to the next light. And you're bummed. You know, you're taking... You, yeah. I just took a life of an animal. I'm bummed. And uh, I also had a girl throwing up in my car at the same time. Not <laughs> had nothing to do with the raccoon. She was just throwing up on her own. Yeah. But then some car pulled up, and some Beamer rolled her window down and just goes, he's still alive. Jesus He's still alive Christ. back there. And she was kind of laughing. It's like, what do you want me to do? Go around like, fuck, leave me alone. Why would you, you make, tell me that? Th- you made three right turns, go back to where I, I was? I purposely didn't look in my rearview mirror because I was on Sunset. I, it's not like if I was on a small street, I could just click it in reverse and end it for him. But this is, couldn't do that. We were uh, in high school. We were going to a party at my friend's girlfriend's house. And I'm rolling with these other chicks. And we're going up. She lived up on top of the hill. So we're like going through like a, like an alpine canyon road kind of up to the top of this hill. And she just nails a family of bunnies. But she's like, oh, my God. She I got heard. a whole family? It was like one big bunny and like four small bunnies. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I think they just went between the wheels. You just drove over them. You're fine. Like, stop freaking out. She's like, okay. And I just kept putting her at ease. Like five minutes later, we get to the house. She gets out of the car. And I look. I'm the first one to look at the front of the car. All five rabbits are just fucking stuck in the grill, just dead and mangled and fucked up. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's not that bad. And I'm like, fuck, like, fuck, do I like just like try to get her to not even come over here? It's her car. She's going to know. I'm like, fuck, dude. She's going to flip the fuck out. She just killed an entire family of rabbits. Like, not even like, oh, I hit one rabbit. It's like, you also just killed babies. They're still in here. Like, one of them's breathing. Future generations. <laughs> it's fucked up, but. But yeah, um, not nice, the loss of life, but sometimes necessary. So I think really, Spencer, you're at fault. What what makes you an asshole in your occasion was um, you didn't go get the meat. Cause I thought about if, that. If you, if you take an animal's life, you got to eat it. I thought about that. And then I thought it was a ho- you're going to eat a Hollywood sewer raccoon? And you got to take that lady with you because she pointed out she helped you with the kill. She's got to eat the heart. First hunt. <laughs> That's just tradition. I, I should have just grabbed it and thrown it by a camp and just said, you're welcome. <laughs> just, <laughs> you're just a homeless guy chilling. Like, you just, 
you're not crazy. You're not on drugs. Things just kind of fell apart for you. You're just trying to get back on your feet. And the guy just rolls up in a Mazda 3 and just wrote, throws a raccoon at you. You're, just, you're welcome. You're already <laughs> eating like a nice salad from Whole Foods. Yeah, you have like a big gulp and a fucking a big bite from 7-Eleven. <laughs> just, a guy just throws three-fourths of a raccoon at you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's still flopping around. That's how I do it. I give and I give and I give. Oh, fuck. All right. So now that we've established our parameters for what is and is not acceptable to take a life, let me move into our next story. I just want to say uh, I would have signed up for the Marine Corps if I would have known that they teach wedgies. They taught wedgies. (laughs) Wedjitsu? They tried to come after me, and they didn't tell me any of that. No, they just tried to trick us. Like, how many pull-ups can you do? If you can do more than five, you'll be a great soldier. Hey, here's a free Frisbee. What? Hey, you know those shitty backpacks that are just like a pouch with strings? (laughs) <laughs> we'll give you one of those that says army on it if you can do six pull-ups and then we're going to ruin the next nine years of your life i was convinced one time we were just going to the park and i wanted to play frisbee and none of us had one so i was like oh there's a recruiting station they always have frisbee <laughs> and i just went in just for the frisbee but they didn't have any and they were not happy that i just went in for a frisbee but it's advertising that's what you make them for right yeah here listen sir i'll leave it at the beach that's essentially a billboard <laughs> cheaper more fun too yeah, well, I remember one time, my friend Jimmy, he's like, can you do six pull-ups, the recruiter? And my friend Jimmy just busted out like 35 of them, just fucking just made him look like an absolute fool because he couldn't even do that many. And then uh, this other kid comes up, and he goes, I can't do that many pull-ups. He goes, yeah, but do you want to like a Dodge Charger? Like he didn't even have it. There was zero like salesmanship or nuance. He's like, okay, you don't want to do pull-ups, but if you sign up, you could probably get like a Dodge Charger or something. And he's like, you guys give away chargers? He's like, no, no, no. But like with your signing bonus, you can get a charger. Yeah, and and the guy just trying to save up because you'll be shipped out for a while. So you won't <laughs> even spend any of your money. You'll stack up. The guy just immediately pivoted. Be like, but we do give an irresponsible amount of money to 18-year-olds. That is pretty clutch because I'm pretty sure three quarters of Marines have chargers or challengers. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Or Mustangs. Oh, my God. Okay, so back to my story. This is... Potentially the worst case of police violence I've ever seen. Worst or best, depending on how you view it. Not nice it is. A gloves off. So, Denver PD, right? Normal traffic stop, so they think. Turns out the car they've got is actually a lady who they've been looking for from about half an hour earlier, Miss Rios Gonzalez. Um... Another driver reported she had been pointing a gun at him during a road rage incident. So this lady is in a road rage incident. She points a gun at a guy. Isn't that how road rage works? Right. Also, usually a dude move. So hats off to this lady. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. For having, this, having that motherfucking dang on her. So she, she flashes the pistola, and uh, the guy calls her in. The cops are looking for that person. But then another cop just happens to pull her over on like a traffic violation. He goes, oh, shit, it's this lady. Right, so he calls for backup. Another female officer arrives. So now you got two cops, two squad cars. They're helping each other. So he puts her in cuffs, hands her to the lady officer. Lady officer goes and puts her in his car. So the the, the original police officer's car. Uh, the handcuffer put her in the back of the car. What they don't realize is they're all parked on train tracks. <laughs> I think I've seen this video. <laughs> yeah, so. They arrest the lady, put her in the back of the car. They start hearing train horns. No one can find their keys. 
this squad car just gets obliterated no by a train. Keys. They put this lady handcuffed in the back of a squad car, and they can't get her out, and that fucking car just gets obliterated by a train. It's insane because don't those... Why would they even have their car locked? Those are the kind of cars where it never opens them from the inside on the in the back seat. Always opens from the outside. And always opens Well, from what the happened outside. is, and they actually started doing this, there was... I think in L.A., actually, there was a case because you'd put somebody in your squad car and then just like a bystander or a passerby would just come up and let them out. Oh, sure, sure. Because that ha- would happen all the time, especially like gang violence. You're trying to arrest like 13 people. You know what I mean? You got um, the wall on a wall or some shit and you're trying to put people in the back of cars and they're just you put them in one side of the car and somebody's on the other side of the car just letting them out the other side. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably happened a ton. Yeah, just stopping through. Just going to make my way out this way. I'll see you later. But yeah, so that's about it as far as the story goes. But um, these cops are like, we didn't know. Like, the, the tracks were flushed to the road. It's like, you're a cop. You can't stop people. Yeah, uh, I'm going to post the video to my Instagram. <laughs> Holy shit. Flushed to the road. What about those big signs? Like, the big posts on both sides. Yeah, the giant the- X's that said railroad crossing. Yeah. Or how about the, uh, the... The things that go up and down. The two big arms, yeah, that raise and lower. All the- oh, how about this? And listen, I've taken the Amtrak literally within the last week. Where'd you go? Ventura. Okay. Ventura County Fair. Nice. Yeah, it was a good time. Train, straight, you hop on at Burbank Airport. It's the Pacific Surfliner, too, so it only makes like three stops. Surfliner rules. I've just only taken it south. I've never taken it. Well, it sucks because it's not to tangent, but it's the worst ride. Train talk, baby. From from Burbank Airport to Ventura is the worst part because it, it comes from San Diego, rides the coast all the way to Irvine, and then juts inland to go to like downtown Grand Central. And then it goes through like. Burbank Airport, uh, Van Nuys, Chatsworth, Simi Valley. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not you're not seeing a lot of cool. Yeah, stuff. and then once it gets back to the coast in Ventura is where we get off. It's just so it was, it's, you just drive through like farmland and like scrapyards and shit. Oh no, I've taken it to San Luis Obispo. That yeah. was that was a great ride. So yeah, no, I, it's I've a great north. ride. I've gone north. Yeah, but it's it also, so cool just seeing dolphins from a train. Oh yeah, bro. That's oh the yeah. Name of my band, <laughs> Dolphins from a Train. <laughs> But I say all that to say this. I'm very familiar with railroad crossings. They they start, because when you're sitting on the train, they start sounding the horn like two miles they ahead of time. They start sounding the horn. Even, like, the it's different asphalt, you know? It's, it'll just be, like, asphalt, then it's a cement section where yeah. the tracks are. So it uh, it's a different grade. It's a different color. It's different feel on the bottom of your car. Also, you're a police officer in your territory. You're, like... Whatever your route or your routine or your patrol, whatever you call it, you don't know you're on train tracks. Is there? You're standing. The video that he just played that I have access to right here that I'll post online. They're standing in between two giant X's, those white X's that are twelve feet tall that say railroad crossing. You've got a ding, 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 ding. You've got the one of the loudest horns on the planet outside of tugboats. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck the problem is. <laughs> So, uh, any anyone saying they did this on purpose? No, because how could you be this stupid? Yeah, no, they're basically that's they're not they're not even getting to to this was on purpose. They were just they're pretty much stuck on how can you be this stupid? <laughs> this happened last year, September twenty two, September sixteenth, twenty two. That's actually my dad's birthday. Nice, happy birthday, Mitch's dad. Happy birthday! Even though it's August, but it's coming up. It's coming up. Yeah, my my dad's birthday is actually kind of everybody's birthday because we grew up poor, so. 
all my family, like my siblings and me, all of our birthdays, aside from one of us, uh, so you're talking about like 12, 14 people, including cousins now, all of our birthdays are in like late August, early September, because everybody be fucking in the winter, you know what I mean? Sure. So Stay warm for some so we all just, te- tactics. We all just go out to like one big dinner, instead of like celebrating everybody's birthday every four days. <laughs> it's just... Everyone mob Sizzler. Did you guys have Sizzler and Tatchby? Or you probably would do a Bakersfield run. No, there was a Sizzler... Um... There was a Sizzler up until, I believe, like, 95, and then it went out of business. It's now, like, a chiropractic clinic with a gym next to it. Chiropractor um, with a weird smell. But, no, we would, we would, it would be on, like, my dad's side. Because my mom's side, she'd, like, bake us a cake or, like, whatever. But, like, my dad's side, we'd either go to El Presidente, the Mexican restaurant, or Quichos, which is, like, a Benihana style, like, cook in front of you, hibachi style. Nice. That's the absolute shit. Shrimp especially flip, especially you, for a birthday. When your family fills up the whole table, too, so you don't have to be sit with, like, you don't have the t- the one couple. Yeah, it's just like it's throwing st- the guys trying to throw like steak in your mouth and play funny games. Meanwhile, I'm just like sitting next to some cholo dude with like hand tattoos, just being rude to his girlfriend. I'm t- like I'm trying to be excited about the fly lice over here, and that's what he calls it. Hey, the the choo choo train's coming up. All right, <laughs> that's another classic. I love those guys. They each have their own routines, so you go like twelve times. They've got like 80% of the same structure, they but they, one they little, add their own flair. They add one little thing to their own I saw flair, one yeah. recently. This guy, he's doing the onion volcano. <laughs> and he goes, you guys know what this is? And one girl's like, the train. And the other guy goes, the volcano. And he goes, ah, both of you. No, it's an onion. Oh, <laughs> nice. Classic. <laughs> just call them both idiots. Dude, I had a... Now eat your fucking filet mignon. I had a funny one last time I went to one of those places. <laughs> None of us ordered fried rice, so he... Uh, we like took away all his egg tricks. Yeah, you know he was kind of trying to pressure oh, left us him without a tool belt. into fried rice, and so he didn't know what to do. And he just was started to clean up. He's, He's like, just sweating profusely, <laughs> trying to figure out what to do. And he just, we all just wanted white rice. And uh, he just cracks an eggshell and just throws it in the trash, just so we can keep the eggshell for some of his tricks. Well, he didn't want to waste an egg either, but he he just made an announcement. He goes, "None of you guys got fried rice, but uh, it's my thing." So he started doing all the egg tricks while before it gets cracked. And then <laughs> it was, I thought that was funny as hell. <laughs> oh, it's in his pocket. Okay. Are uh, the other guys? Some guys, which is I. There's not a whole lot of thought put into it. I wish there was like a maybe, I don't know, I literally make props, I guess. I could help them out. But... I'd tell a story. I would do more narration. Oh, like a narrative-based? Mm-hmm. Like take them through something, have an experience? Yeah, like then we went on the choo-choo train and we saw the volcano. I remember, like, I remember one time when I was, because we'd go all the time, like for like once a year, we'd go to this specific restaurant. And one time we roll up and the guy had ketchup and ma- uh, mustard on his cart. I'm like, what the hell? That's like, we're talking about fried rice, filet mignon, like mushrooms and onions. Yeah, I'm like, why the fuck's this guy ketchup and mustard? Little did I know. It was those trick mustards with the string in it. Oh, yeah. So he's like, ah, here, open your mouth. And he squirts it out of the lady. She freaks out. And now it's just a string. Fucking stupid idiot. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad this guy had the mustard. (laughs) Yeah, that's he's adding his own flair. He went to the magic shop. They don't have squirt and soy sauce, huh? Because that'd be better. I think that's good. But soy sauce are usually glass bottles. Yeah. How do you squirt soy? True. I don't know. The guy's just got to figure it out. (laughs) Uh, That's it. Put a a lady in a cop car. She got hit by a train. Bad cop. Gloves off to the cops. Yep. Not cool. Can you imagine if they did it to a black guy? We would be fucked. Forget about the hurricane. All right. I got hats off. Hats off. Hats off to you, sir. 
this is not uh this is not my story. This was uh I just want to read this sentence. Calhoun County Correctional Officer arrested after stealing Pokemon cards in uniform. <laughs> That's hilarious. And he looks the picture looks like a guy who would steal Pokemon cards. So this is uh we're going to Tampa, Florida right now. Ooh. And there's this girl, her name's Sabrina. But as you can imagine, she spells it in an insane way. Like an idiot and a bitch? Well, Sabrina should be S-A-B-R-I-N-A. She spells it S-E-B-R-E-N-A. Sabrina. Sabrina. So she doesn't use the A or I or Just the pick I. a different name. Stop spelling names wrong. Yeah. Choose a new name. Or don't get upset when we pronounce it wrong. Yeah. You know, or they do that where you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. I've encountered this name 47,000 times in my life thus far. I'm sorry you spell yours weird. Give me the benefit of the doubt. I'm sorry your parents are fucking assholes. But what do you want to do? You know what else is more upset now that we're talking about names? Sorry, not to tangent, but fuck it. Tangent. Do it. Gen Z's hitting Let's the workforce, it. dude. I'm having to deal with these people. The Bradens and the Cadens and the Jadens and the Jackson. Damn. He's, it's uh yeah, my name is Jackson. It's uh J A X O N or I did XON is brutal. That's awful. I had to do a deal with a guy the other day, and I had to take him serious. His name was Braz. B-R-A-Z was his government name. And and just so you know, it's not just name-based. It's You can profile these people. If they have one of these silly names, they're not going to be a great employee. Yeah. Well, or you do, people just change their name legally. I just saw a legal document. Like, it was an actual, it was actual court paperwork, and the guy's name was, like, Lyric B. Roots with a Z. <laughs> And it's like, that's what you're going to get called. Yeah. You're going to get called up by a judge to, yeah. the, to Lyric B. Roots. That's like, my, my brother has an e- like, his name's Mackenzie. But he's just gone by Mickey his whole life. That's way better. Some of us will call him Well, because you don't want to, Mackenzie is thought of more as a girl name. You know, there are, there are boy Mackenzies. Well, also, like, our family, we all call him, like, it's Ken's or Kenzie or, like, his, I middle, just call him his Mac. middle name. Mac, baby. That's what my brother, my, or my dad tried to start that when he I was a baby. I would go Mac. I would go Mac. My dad wanted sure. him to be Mac so bad, but he... Didn't, didn't stick? No, nah, Mickey stuck. But then, like, at his, it really paid off at his wedding. I gotta say, it all led up him being named Mackenzie and being going by Mickey. It all led up to his wedding. Toward like fifth to the end, like last song of the night, they played "Hey Mickey, You're So Fine," and the place just we. I think we were dancing so hard the roof might have fell off the place. Dang, that's awesome. I'd call him Mick Mac Paddywhack if I was his brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just don't call me late for dinner. Yeah, you know? just don't. All right, so this lady, this lady, sub. I'm gonna phonetically say Sabrina. She had this dream ever since she was she was fourteen, and her mom was a, a dancer of the exotic kind, and she let her try on uh, her her exotic clothes that she wore to her dance place. Of course, she did at fourteen years old. Yeah, and ever since then, she knew that she always wanted to be a stripper. And I take beef with this part of the article, and also I got this article from ninety six k dot rock, which is my favorite source for. Uh, Florida journalism. But then she knew she wanted to follow her mom's footsteps and enter the family business. Can you really call it the family business when your mom just worked no, at a, a strip club? A family business is like a hardware store. Like my mom used to work at Disneyland. If I went and got a job at Disneyland, I would never say I got into the family business. I know people who are like third generation firefighters. They don't refer to it as the exactly. family business. Yeah. It's got to be your business, right? It's got to be your it's business. It's got to be your restaurant or ice cream shop or your strip club. 
So this was 14 when she... Or your strip club. <laughs> when she just knew and got it into her head that she wanted to be a stripper. Six Great years. mom. She did wait till she was 20, and she bought a pole. Why the wait? And I didn't even know these were called this, but it's a... When a product... When something just has a perfect name, she bought a pole and a pair of pleaser heels. Pleaser heels? I didn't know they were called pleaser what heels. What are pleaser heels? Fucking hose shoes. Stripper shoes. The ones that they can click clack. Because that's why you wear those big heels, because you climb the pole, you clench it with your butt cheeks, and then you make loud noises with your <laughs> shoes, and we're all impressed. It's the mating dance. <laughs> wow, look at her. She's so talented. She's click clacking. I, I like that women pretend like the strip club wouldn't be full if they were doing nothing. Like, they're like, oh, this is my, oh, I got to do my routine, or you threw off my tempo, or like, chicks get so about it. It's still better. They're showmanship. No, I they're get it. They're still going to get the most money. The higher you climb that pole, and the first one to clean, do hold on with their butt, they get all the money. But I'm saying, even if this was, f- like, just send out all the strippers at once, with no music playing, just have them butt naked, that building's probably still going to be full of dudes. Yeah, it'll still be there, but it's it's more of a bummer. I went to a place in Long Island for my uh, my cousin's wedding, a club where no one really danced. They all brought they had no DJ. They brought their own boom boxes. <laughs> okay, and then they all were laying out towels before they started their routine or blankets. Like one lady literally had a Dora blanket. Like she just yanked it off her fucking uh... two year old. And I asked why they had blankets, and they said at some point a few months ago, someone like the people were getting rashy. So they started bringing their own blankets as a rashy. Yeah, they were getting rashy. How? I don't know the carpet like on the pole. The carpet. I think it was carpeted, if I remember. Oh, it was, that's this place was foul. This place was insane. Like nobody danced. This was the most opposite. I went up. <laughs> there was it was pretty dead. I went up and was talking to the stripper for a while, just chatting about shit. And then the moment I started putting dollars on the stage, she left. What? So I was just talking, conversing, not giving money, and she stayed. And then I gave, put money on the thing, and oh, she you... left. It was all backwards, dude. Well, no, you, you set a different precedent. So she's expecting, guys, just start with the money. She goes, yeah, that's my job, whatever, this and that. But if you start having a conversation, and then you go, oh, by the way, here's some, you know what I mean? It's like I humanized her first, and then what? Yeah, now you're like, oh, I was treating you like a person, and then I handed you money, and it brought her back to her reality. That happens sometimes. Like, dudes will help me out, and I'm like... Like, I should, like, I'm not going to give you a 20, but you did hook me up. Like, here's a five. You know what I mean? Dude's like, don't fucking insult me. I'm like, I want to do something, but, like, you definitely didn't help me $20 worth. Yeah. But, I, you know $7. I, Seven like, bucks. The fuck is your problem? And I looked up the pleaser heels. So, for the audio listener, they're the, they're the clicky client. Yeah. But I needed the visual. So, you have the heels that are just heels, but, like, your toes are on the ground. The toe part's clear. The pleaser heels are... The under the toes is risen as well. Yeah. Okay. Those are actual. Those are straight up horses. That's how they get that click. Yeah. Which, which I think any woman should. I, I'm not going to shame you if you own a pair. You know what I mean? You want to look sexier? It goes with click, an outfit clack, or something. Click clack in the bedroom. Because women also do that thing where, like, dudes just have kind of a general aesthetic. Like, this is kind of what I rock on a. It's usually more comfort based, but like women will be like, "I'm gonna be like a like a biker chick today." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I get it. You're gonna have some funky one off shoes in your closet. Yeah, I feel like I'm a yeah a biker hippie today. I'm gonna do kind of a grunge thing. It's like 70 degrees, but I'm still gonna tie a flannel around my waist. I'm gonna do a little Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> just start just doing themes. 
Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> I'm going to just dress up like a concentration camp victim, but in a lighthearted way. They should do that. Just someone do like a sexy Mr. T. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, they do, though. They're like, it's kind of like, I'm doing kind of like a, a lumberjack thing. And it's like, uh, the ball's on you. to just Because <laughs> you do, in dudes in L.A., you'll see it all the time, but. And I used to have a joke about this. I could never get it to work, but like, it's so funny. Like seeing like a rocker dude, he's got this whole thing, and then you just watch him like get into like a Corolla. I know, like, it's such a bummer. you have to drive the same cars as us. Like you should have some like murdered out like G wagon or something. Like if you're gonna be a rock guy or like a truck with like it's like lifted with all this crazy shit. <laughs> you see that? I see that all the time with Priuses. It'll, it'll just be filled with like it'll be like slayer cradle of filth dancing (laughs) and i see it on the back of the prius and i pull up and i'm like you you got the look but you're in a blue prius listen i love death metal but more so i love mpgs (laughs) (laughs) yeah do you have it can you get a prius with suicide doors or something to make it cooler lamborghini doors on a prius (laughs) oh fuck that'll drain the battery all right let's get back to this dancer Bought a pole, bought her heels. Man, please, her heels sent us off. And <laughs> bought two outfits. She practiced for two days straight in her apartment. And then she auditioned at Clearwater, Florida. Got the job. That night took home 300 bucks. I, I You got to, yeah, hats off to her. Uh, let's get one of these. Um, She's putting in 10 to 25 hours a week. She um, She went straight to the big leagues, too. That's like playing high school ball in Southern California or like football in Texas. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, wow, you just started at the big leagues. Yeah, Clearwater. There's probably competition out there. She's saying she now makes up to 10000 a night. Oh, yeah, I believe it. This is where the story... This what is, is this? This is why I wanted to do this story. Not just because some lady became a stripper, but the part about her mom. Her mom, Sherry, danced in clubs... In Pennsylvania in the 90s. Oh. Imagine those clubs. I mean, this girl's in Clearwater, Florida. That seems to be like, I think of that as a positive strip club environment. That's, that would be fun. That statement, it keeps, sorry, it keeps playing Hail to the Chief. I don't but know. Pennsylvania? No, so th- I was. Some old, like, mining town where all the industry yeah, left. Let me walk <laughs> you through my perspective shift. I used to be like, I literally said three times, what a great mom. But I think at this point it is because she did give her daughter a better life than she had. You know what I'm saying? Like at least like I was a stripper and yes, my daughter got into stripping, but at least she's not stripping in like Eastern Pennsylvania in the nineties, like to old coal miners when there's not even a coal mine in this town anymore. Well, and how, I mean, the, the whole coal old steel and, workers. What makes me more sad is like in Florida, you have weather, nice weather year round. Something about like having your stripper outfit, but then having to wear like a really big practical coat and a beanie to get inside. You ever been to Pennsylvania? No. There's Philly and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's very, like, blue-collar working class. Used to be, like, a steel town, blah, blah, blah. There's still, whatever, some industry there. The rest of it is out of the furnace. Have you seen that movie, the Christian Bell movie? I love that movie. That movie's so good. It's just a gloomy, gray, bullshit, sad world. That's your entire existence. I've seen enough Is living in a a house that looks like it was designed by, like, a Disney animator. It's like the walls are falling off, the plant's going out of business. It's a Bruce Springsteen song. Well, without, um, without ever going there, what made me realize all of Pennsylvania was a bummer was realizing how close it is to Baltimore. Yeah, and then um, just seeing I've seen multiple like opiate and heroin documentaries, <laughs> yeah. and they're always in shithole Pennsylvania. Well, because that's Appalachia. Like uh, people don't realize, like 
Appalachia goes just how up to like it is. upstate New York. But Pennsylvania, you're going to find more rednecks in Pennsylvania than you are in Kentucky. Like, are Kentucky locals shaking his head, saying no way? Dude, there are some absolute backwoods fucks, but they're also like they there's like this pride in like moonshining in the South. There's Amish too, but like they kind of just stick to their own. But like it's fucking Woody Harrelson. They're just living in like three story dilapidated houses, fucked up on pills. Everybody's got a gun on them. They're all driving fucked up trucks, like real fucked up redneck. Not like a guy who's like living in the shadow of like this business that used to feed your whole family and now it's gone and you're all poor. Real white trash doesn't listen to country music. They listen to like rock and roll. You know what I mean? Like hip hop. Like I'm talking like this town is like just trash. It, it, yeah, I no would say real white particular trash ilk. Is, would, is more hip hop. Yeah, there's no particular ilk. They're just like this mismatch of like wiggers and old factory workers, kids, and like everybody's just dirty and it's overcast and ugly. So nobody gives a fuck. I like that Hell the Chief just keeps... I'm not touching anything. Yo, so they just want us to talk about, yeah, it's just it, The iPad just knew I was running for office. We got to burn down Pennsylvania. <laughs> this is okay. This so this is what trips me out about this lady. She danced, she this danced is, in the, the 90s. The board's freaking out. But she had to give up her profession two years before Sabrina was born due to a car accident. Oh, I imagine there was no narcotics involved. So that's wild, though, that did she get in a car accident and become too disabled to dance or too disfigured to dance? They don't address it in the article. I would really like to know. She would have to become pretty disfigured. Yeah, because I wouldn't mind a stripper with a huge scar. That's what I'm saying. If you're mildly disfigured, that's that might drive your premium up. Yeah. Like a, like a stripper with one arm? Now you can put that on the sign out the front. The novelty factor, yeah. Like I saw a, a meme the other day where it was just a strip club sign. It I've just said, a... the midget is back. Did it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just like that's all you need yeah which one who cares i would never go i'm like now today i've been to enough strip clubs in like my early 20s and it's fucking weird and sad and gross unless it's, it's like a bachelor weird. party or something it's weird and sad and gross <laughs> yeah. it is all of those things it's a total bummer although there are gentlemen's clubs but i can't afford those like if you're willing to go into one of these nice spots like downtown or like in santa monica like the actual gentlemen's clubs it's like a 50 dollar cover private dancers are like 300 bucks Food drinks are like eighty bucks a piece. It's insane, but you get what you pay for. But it, I'm never going to go to one of those either. But fucking strip clubs are fucking sad. But if I'm driving by one and I just see the midget is back, might pop in. I'm like for a shrimp cocktail. I'll, I'm hungry. I'm going to pull over and see if they have a lunch menu at least. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's see mean, what's happening. If I drive by and it is happy hour, <laughs> <laughs> I might pop in. But yeah, at this point, if I'm going to a strip club. I definitely want a novelty involved. I want a more just a sadder white trash one where it becomes cool again. Like, you know, where I'm not even attracted to the women. Yeah. They're just fun to talk to or, you uh-huh. know, something like that. Because, yeah, they're they're a total bummer. <laughs> so her mom told her daughter all about her cool stories and adventures. And then obviously she kept the <laughs> outfits and showed them to her. Her cool adventures. And she learned everything she needed to from YouTube. She said, that's how I learned to fix my dryer. So she learned how to strip from there, too. So I'm liking that. She's paying the bill. She has a two-bedroom apartment, paid off Passat. And she said, you need a box of cash around here in Tampa. It's expensive. I do get some strange requests, and some people overstep boundaries, but the money, the money. Because that's the price you pay. Like, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's the you get weird ass dudes. Well, so I, I it it holds a place in society. What I think it should be for is for 
women try to put themselves through college. You're empowering them. It's a stupid amount of money. Might as well capitalize on dudes' needs or whatever. And then you get out. The problem is you go to strip clubs, and there's like, there's like three hot chicks on stage, two hot chicks walking around, and one hot chick walking around. But it ain't 1987 anymore, so she's no longer a hot chick. It's just like a 40-year-old lady like in a bathing suit, like a one-piece cheetah print bathing suit. She's like, you want me to make your dick feel right? And this is this is a, a specific story. This happens. This is not like me yeah, coming up with some hypothetical. This is a, a particular lady that makes me want to just go home because I was like, "All right, I'm here with four of my boys. We're getting beers, whatever." And then that lady walks up, and she's she did what you did to the other chick is just gave me a reality check. <laughs> she's like, "Hey, this is what you're partaking in is what leads to this lady." Just not even in like sexy laundry. Just literally wearing like a cheetah print one piece bathing suit. Like limping around, clearly he's done heroin in the last twenty four hours. It's like, yeah, hey, you you want me to dance? I do dance, and he's like, oh, I'm I'm good. I'll I'll wait for the next one. Yeah, as far as ages, <laughs> you've got to be either under twenty five or like maybe over fifty five, where it's almost yeah. like a novelty again, where you're like, whoa, this you know, look at her. You're doing like a Sarah Palin thing or like a Helen Mirren thing. Yeah, but yeah, that... like, oh, this granny's got cans. What's up? <laughs> yeah, the forty year old one's a bummer. Yeah, the late 30s is a bummer. If you're a stripper in your 30s, oh, figure it the fuck out. I, I know you're at home during the daytime. Listen to the commercials. You got to go to college. Yeah, well, I mean... Get a, it, do what every other fucking poor chick does. Become a nurse. You don't have to become a real nurse. Just go to one of those places where they just like... It's just in a business park next to like a farmer's insurance. They You just go to class there for six weeks, and now you can work for like a dental hygienist. Yeah, yeah, the nurse's aide or whatever yeah. they are. Yeah, the, the not all the... The ones where you wear SpongeBob scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> you can expose your personality. Nurses wear regular colored scrubs. Yeah. The helpers wear like fun, silly scrubs. And you answer the phone, so you're going to wear Dora the Explorer. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I mean, it would be that's the thing is it would be pretty hard not to get caught up in blow if you're a stripper, and that's why they so stay hard. in. That'd be so hard dealing with the because that's why everyone says like, yeah, I can deal with the creeps and I make more money when I'm high because uh, you know brush that shit off. Yeah, yeah, uh, fuck. Because yeah, just uh, sad world. Yeah, well, all that sex world, like, like I think it's like ninety percent of porn star deaths are suicide. Yeah, male and female. Uh-huh. Now it's like there are plenty of male porn stars who kill themselves too. Yeah, sure. So it's like, uh, it's it's all like ODs or suicides. Well, that's why I've been doing pretty good, and this is kind of my philosophy for the past like four or five years. Um, I've been doing really good, not watching porn at all. I like to use my imagination, but it's not like out of like a self restraint. It's like I'm preparing for the apocalypse. Like, what oh, kind, what kind of man can't even? Off. Yeah. What kind of man can't even beat off to his own imagination? Well, I you think, know what I mean? I think guys get that moment where you're like, "What happened when I was younger? I used my imagination all the time." Or I'd see, I'd see, you, like you get spoiled by our modern technology. I'd be on public and see like side boob at the grocery store and just hold on to that for like six hours until I could. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, what, what was I saying? Oh, but now if I do watch porn, if I fall, if I fall amongst God's grace, forgive me, Father. But I go for milf. Because I'm like, these are, this, there's the... Because it's always the first thing that ever pops up. Well, they volunteered for this, probably. Like, you don't get into... 
you yeah, know what I mean? you're not sad you in 22. You're like, or like, you're not like some you chick get who's strung out by a boyfriend exactly. and pushed and heavily influenced. You're like a 30 year old late or 35 year old lady. You got some meat on your bones. I can see you're not being taken advantage. You want to become a sex worker? That's fucking fine. You're nobody's sister. You're nobody's daughter. Like being corrupted. It's like you chose to make this situation. It's your body, your choice. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So we might as well plug our shout out to dear friend Jamie Foster. Keep doing <laughs> what you're doing. Well, she's a little emaciated, but uh, Godspeed. She's. She, I know no one's forcing her into it. Exactly. I know that for sure. And my conscience is easier to beat off in situations like that. <laughs> it's like no one's going to force anyone's actual mom to be in porn. They're going to do it because they want to. Great point. But then you got to deal with like like Brian. His friend's mom was in porn, and now you just all your friends have seen your mom get fucking plowed. That would be a bummer. That would That's an absolute bummer, dude. Yeah, that's why everyone, yeah, just stay out of porn. Well, I mean, I guess it's super common now where, like, teachers are just getting fired and yeah. uh, everyone, yeah. Well, because everybody has an only... Well, Talking really, the only problem fans. is you're underpaying teachers. But also, cause so then they have to resort to other incomes. Like, why not go on OnlyFans if you're a hot young teacher? Because literally all young teachers, all teachers start as hot ladies. Except for dudes. You know what I mean? Every female teacher starts as, like, a young hot lady because that's the track. Is They finish high school. They go to college for, like, two or four years or whatever depending on what they want to teach. And then they just they just go to start teaching. Every freshman and sophomore English teacher in the entire country is a 26-year-old woman. Nice. It's fucking... It's a messed up system because also they need more money so they don't have to do OnlyFans. But also, you got to earn more money. You know what I mean? Like, teachers fucking suck. I went through 12 years of public education. I had maybe two teachers that not even that I liked, but just weren't bad. Oh, uh, I had... I had about three that I think were solid. That, that, okay, three out of what? You had six teachers a semester. I'm just saying that I actually for four liked. years of high school plus kindergarten through eighth grade. You have a, you have that's eight teachers, nine teachers. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about twenty plus teachers, and there's one or two that you would even recommend. Yeah, all of high school, I can think of like <laughs> two that I liked for being cool and actual like good teachers, and then a the couple that I liked for just being cool, but. I liked them because they weren't good teachers. They just let me do whatever I wanted. Exactly. And, uh, so I say, I say that around. to say, if you're a teacher and you want more money, show me your fucking tits. <laughs> Dude, totally. We you, had a teacher, you ain't getting a raise from the government, that's for sure. We had a teacher that was uh, <laughs> older, not, you know, you could tell was probably pretty, but, you know, and she, but she was like always wearing like leopard print stuff all the time. And she had an old baby blue Camaro with the leopard print steering yeah. wheel. And we never, no one ever proved it or anything, but the rumor is that she was in Playboy back in like the 80s or 90s, and that's how she got that Camaro. And well, she's Sherlock Holmes will figure that out. Every you just, time. Just I don't look even at the remember, evidence. I don't even remember that lady's name. Just look at the evidence. That lady was definitely in Playboy. Leopard print stuff and a blue, baby blue Camaro? And not even baby blue, more of that like, like electric blue. Powder blue? I feel like that. I don't know. It's a classic Camaro color. Anyway. Oh, whatever. Um, I'm out of stories. Let's let's end this. All right. We're you guys done. know the deal. Hats off, uh, gloves off, at Hogopod on Instagram. I'm at Mitchell Phillip. That's at Robot Spencer. Follow the production team at Beam Jeremy. Uh, pray for us in this storm. I guess the storm's passed by the time you guys heard this, but <laughs> we made it. <laughs> it was so hard, but we made it. We did it. Uh, I love you. Bye. Bye.